Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome back to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. It is Friday, so happy Friday. You did it. You made it. Um, And we are here to open up scriptures and to listen to God. Um, So I'm here with Jeff and Jan Lambert for our last day of podcasting for the week. Jan is so disappointed. <laughs> I'm relieved. I know it's, 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 relieved. it's actually been really fun. Um, I've really enjoyed the, all these episodes, um, even if I have put you guys through. <laughs> oh man! Um, so here we go. Let's um, let's read Matthew thirteen verses thirty-one through thirty-three, and then we skip to forty-four through fifty-two. Does that sound good? Yep. All right. Okay, is it my turn? Yeah, I believe it. Please. Okay, Matthew 13, 31 through 33. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all your seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all through the dough. And 44 through 52. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. <laughs> Same by believing. Not me. <laughs> he said to them, therefore, that not me was a part of it. He said to them, therefore, every teacher of the law who has been instructed about the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his store <clears throat> new treasures as well as old. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. There's too many of them. <laughs> That one part reminds me, you know, where he says, have you understood all these things? It's kind of like when you teach kids zone or, you know, small kids and, and you know, the answer is always God, right? Uh-huh. God, yes. You know, they're like, <laughs> sure, whatever. You know. Do you understand all these things? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I think. <laughs> if I say no, what will you do? <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, is there, okay, so let's just start with this. What's confusing about all these things rather than like talking about what the things you like about it at first what's the most confusing thing about these parables and why is it so much to swallow for us <laughs> um 
I don't know. I just, I just always personally struggle with the parables. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a literal person. You got to spell it out for me. Things are always going over my head a yeah. lot. And I mean, my family will attest to that very uh -huh. readily. So I, I don't know that reading between the lines thing is just not big. Yeah. Yeah. So some of them, I, I think at a higher level, you know, they, they seem understandable. So the kingdom of heaven is like, yeast you know yeast is going to mix in with everything so you think about well um the the kingdom of god or the gospel whatever you talk is going to get into everything mm -hmm. right and even though it started small which i think that was uh, another one that was like the mustard seed you know it started small but it's obviously look where it's grown now from i mean go back to abraham and isaac and jacob mm -hmm. that we read a few days ago and now here we're sitting on the back porch in Zeal, Michigan, talking mm -hmm. about it, right? So it's it's grown like crazy. So at, at that level, you can kind of understand those piece of it. But then when I get to some of the other ones, like Kingdom of Heaven is like treasure hidden in the field. Man found it, he hid it again, his joy, and then went and bought the field. I'm like, why didn't you just take it and go with you? Why do you have to go back and buy the uh -huh. field? Uh -huh. You know. But, you know, some of those kinds of things, I, I, I'm not sure what that yeah. has to do with anything. And then the next one, you know, is so this guy stumbled across something. The next one is a merchant out looking to buy things, you know, and then I, that kind of reminds me of our garage sales that we have. And people who come in who really know what they're looking for, they come in and they turn it around. You know, we're selling it for 25 cents and it might be worth 50 bucks, but we don't know uh -huh. because we're not we're not that way. So I I'm not sure how to make some of those connections to yeah. what does that mean? Mm -hmm. You know, it, it gets yeah. a little bit confusing. I think some of the confusion yeah. comes that he's using very contextual stories. Like sure. he's using things that they're going to know about, um, like agricultural stories, mm -hmm. right? Like merchants and pearls and things that we don't typically deal with on a day-to-day basis, you know? Um, so I think that's maybe part of the confusion. Because, um, yeah, I even read, you know, in, in some of it around that, too, that in those times, you don't, you didn't have banks to put things in, right? right? And so if somebody was coming to overthrow you, you would just bury it somewhere right. and hope you didn't get killed and you could come back and find where it was, right. you know? So maybe more people were out treasure hunting just because, <laughs> <laughs> just because they're like, well, I know this guy used to live here and he had a lot of stuff, so uh -huh. I'm just going to walk through his field and hope I stumble across Probably somewhere. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. I think the other thing is that uh, Jesus told parables to intentionally confuse people. Like he wanted he wanted to confuse people and kind of boggle your mind a little bit. And some people, it made him just want to walk away. And to other people, it made him want to know more. And in that sense, his parables are kind of like his parables. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like there are these little, there's like a little pearl that some people, like a little mustard seed that mm -hmm. someone's going to be like, I don't need a stupid little mustard seed. But Jesus like, but the person who plants it, you know, like this parable is going to actually like, end up with know. a big old tree. Yeah. Right? You know something what I mean? Like really the parable itself is kind of like the mustard seed. Um, hmm. So it's something. So, but I think what I see in like all these parables is I kind of scan through them and I just, let them wash over me at a general level, like you're saying, and just um, let them impress upon me more like you would read poetry and not so much like math, you know what I mean? Or like prose, just like, how does it hit me? It, it makes me feel like there's something very small that's very, very, very potent that I should be exchanging, that I should be valuing above all other things. Mm -hmm. You know, there's 
there's something that most people miss that's really tiny, like a pearl, like a seed, like a treasure chest hidden in a big old field, you know, like a net, like a, you know, all these things are things that don't seem to have very much value in themselves, but have multiplicational value once you utilize them or once you uh, get, grab a hold of them, you know. Um, same thing with yeast it's invisible it's so small it's yeah, invisible yeah. but as you need it uh, and as you work it and as you're patient with it it grows and grows and grows and grows and grows um, and you made the reference to you know the the abraham generations mm -hmm. that that spread out from him which i think is a great connection but um so it makes me but it makes me think like jesus is trying to put me my attention to something very very small that to the world is insignificant, mm. but in the kingdom of God is worth my mm. whole life, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, that, that's kind of that I just kind of, because I really didn't know, but I just kind of, they, that these people knew the value of it, and that's especially in those ones that the treasure in the field and the pearl, like they knew the value of it, so they were willing to go and Get buy it or yeah. sell their, what they had so that they had the money to buy it. Mm -hmm. Like, so I just kind of figured that you know, the kingdom of heaven is the ultimate prize. Yeah. 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 Mm. Do you just remember the, the movie Men in Black? Yeah. Will Smith, yeah. The, the old Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it, there's something about a universe or something like that, right? And then it ends up being this little marble-sized thing <laughs> on the dog's collar. Do you remember whole, that? It's the whole universe. The whole universe yeah, is in there. The... And at the end of the movie, you kind of zoom in <laughs> and you see like it's like, uh, or does it zoom out of yeah, uh, the world yeah, or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And uh, you get this idea that this big thing that you're looking for is this tiny little thing that's been around you the whole time. That, that's been under your nose the whole time. Yeah. You're looking for this big old thing like, where's the kingdom of God? Or where's the universe in Men yeah. in Black? Where, where is this universe they're talking about? And it's this tiny little jewel on the necklace of a dog and you go that's been around the whole movie we haven't seen <laughs> yeah. it right, you know right. to that. So, so we yeah. try to figure things out in life like we have all these questions and we think and we think and we think and we ponder and everything but it's just right there yeah right exactly we right. think it's gonna be it's written in the written, sky yeah. we think it's gonna have to, to take to this yeah and... yeah we think we're gonna be looking for this big old moment or this you know earth-shaking thing or um, you know, like in, in uh, Old Testament where it says, you know, there was an earthquake and there was a fire, but God was, God's yeah, voice is not yeah, in these. And then there was a still whisper and, yeah. and that's yeah. where God's voice yeah. was. Um, and I have to think Jesus is pointing us towards something very, very small, very, very ordinary. The things that can have multiplicational impact over long periods of time that we may not even be able to see. Um, so what is... Where's the kingdom of God right now in my life that I'm probably overlooking like a, mm -hmm. a jewel and a dog, yeah. you yeah. know, um, and how can I sow into those things and trade my life for those things rather than looking for the big flashy, big splash, you know, big high impact, high influence kind of things. How can I do the simple, obvious, small, um, difficult things day to day rather than trying to go for one big old, yeah. you know, silver bullet kind of thing. You know what I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. I don't know, that's right. kind of what it, I feel like that's where Jesus is pointing my heart in this a little bit. And I, I don't know, that's, that's kind of what I'm picking up from this yeah. passage. Other things you guys, other things you guys are grabbing from it. Yeah, I think just some of the same stuff Jan was saying, you know, to me, that kind of makes me think about, um, 
the the faith of a child yeah. you know what when you when you go for a, a walk and I, I know you have little kids now they mm -hmm. see things that you and i don't see mm -hmm. because we're up here doing thinking mm -hmm. we're doing something great and yeah. they're like look at this flower or look at yeah. this ant or look at whatever it is that's down there you know it's those moments and i think that's where god's looking at us and saying stop and, and look at some of that mm -hmm. stuff especially now yeah you know yeah so. we've talked about this in um discipleship groups in huddles um when when like at the end of processing a scripture like this or an event mm -hmm. in our lives something like that we um we ask okay so what's god saying right? Right. and we process that kind of like we're doing now what's god saying to us and then we usually move into like well what are we going to do in response right. what do we do about it and at this point people usually kind of freeze up because the blank that they have at the end of that question is a universe-sized blank. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, well, I've got to do something big. Uh, yeah. You know, like I, I got to create a life planning. Give me a second. <laughs> Give me a couple months to figure out what I'm going to do in response to this. And my encouragement at that point is usually like, what's the tiniest thing that you could do in response? Like, what's the the mustard-sized thing you could do yeah. that planted in faith mm -hmm. could could yeah. produce? So like. Is it a phone call yeah, to someone? You know, is it an email that you send? Is it a cup of coffee? Is it uh, just a smile? A, a smile, exactly. Yeah. A kind word, yeah. something yeah. simple that you can do today, yeah. rather than thinking <laughs> that the kingdom of God is something that you're going to have to work yourself up to be able to, to you know, accomplish. Yeah. Just go. Okay, what's a little tiny, teeny, teeny tiny mustard seed that I can plant? What's the little tiny yeast that I can mix in slowly? And trust that that has a life of its own. You know, yeah. that's kind of one of the cool things right. about yeast here, and and I guess mustard seed is that it has a life of its own. That just planted is enough, yeah. and um, it's enough to there. do it yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, that's, so that's a good point. So that's awesome. usually my encouragement at the end of yeah. a discipleship huddle is like, okay, um, who's the one person you're going to call, or the smile you're going to give? Who's the, you know, um, what what one little thing rather than I'm going to start exercising every day for an hour. You know, I. <laughs> I don't know. Just like, like that that kind of big big stuff um, versus the the little tiny things that we can do. So For sure. that's that's another way to look at this. But man, each one of these parables, I wish we could just dive into. Um, Jan does too. I I love the uh, verse forty four. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure uh, hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then in his joy, goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Um, that's kind of a crazy sentence. So it's like a run-on sentence. But in in Greek, it's actually a really awesome Greek passage to uh, unpack. But um, it's actually a, a whole story in one sentence, which is kind of cool, right? And um, <laughs> in the Jesus Storybook Bible, tells this parable um, and kind of reflects at the end of it about um, how we're we're the treasure that's sitting in the field that mm. God went, found, mm -hmm. that he sought out and God found yeah. and um, exchanged all he had, right? Yeah. Paid the price of his own life. Yeah. And his joy, oh, that's too. Cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For, for the joy set before yeah. him, right? Yeah. Like to yeah. get back his sure. treasure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the same thing we do with Jesus. We find him in a field, you know, like buried in the ground, right? And open it up and there's, I think with Jesus, there's, there's an empty tomb, right? And you go, wow, I, wanna, I want part of this life. I want the resurrection, you know, treasure, so to speak. Um, and we sell all we have to get yeah. it, too. Yeah. You know, so I think there's... Some cool stuff in there um but i thought maybe that's where we could leave off is just to know that um you are a treasure and you guys are a treasure to me you guys are a treasure to god 
and um, you, we are God's treasure that he um, has paid the ultimate price for to, to ransom. So awesome. with that, go in peace, everybody. Thanks for listening this week, and uh, we'll catch you on Monday. So thanks, guys. Thanks, Jeff and Jan, for joining yeah, thank me. You. Yeah, thank you. All right, talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.